Miscellaneous writings of interest for nations who couldn't generally care less. Number 1. The Dawn of Men and Club Culture It has been documented more and more people have lost their interest in politics. In addition to people, this is known to apply to men. I wish not to start speculating whether men should actually be included in the concept of people. Way too radical. Nevertheless, let us play with the fun idea of men being granted the same rights as people. Again, pretty radical an idea, I know, and that they would actually get to vote in political matters. This, of course, would mean that men as a species would first have gained the required level of intelligence in order to lay out and maintain organized hierarchical societies with political structures. As much as we love the idea of a perfect pink and teal world where men have equal rights with people, we should still keep in mind that they are basically simple, primitive and extremely unself-aware species. In that unlikely case of men acquiring a higher level of civilization, the following events could still actually take place. Let's start from here. Meet Yurk. Yurk has been working a long day in the stone quarry with his elder brother Guruk. Guruk has lately thought about their newly introduced so-called human rights and universal suffrage. Even though Yurk can hardly catch the basic concept of human, or especially humankind, that kind there does not make any sense at all, does it? He, and particularly his brother Guruk, have sometimes played with the idea of suffering, and whether and when they should imply some of it on their former masters, the people. I have no reason to bore you with all that happened in between, but after a certain period of time, Yuruk and other men have found themselves in an alliance with people. They have found a party, and what a party it is indeed. Who could have thought that the common interests of both people and men would eventually meet? The name of the party is the Party Party. Everybody likes to party in a good party, don't they? people's interest in politics starts growing when their true needs and interests are finally met with those of their rulers. Fun fact, the ruler of our hypothetical country is about standard school size roughly 21 centimeters or 8 inches long. Purely coincidental. The United People's and Men's Party Party wins the national parliamentary elections, or the erection with an eye in Mentong, and rises to power. As usual, the road to Elysium is not always paved with success or even good intentions, but hard work and nearly endless palavers finally bear fruit. UPAMPP lays the foundation for completely new institutions and ministries, the most important of which are obviously the seat of debaucherous intents and the Ministry of Flamboyance, not to mention the regulatory organ of gin and tonic affairs. However, after having led the nation for several years, internal conflicts of interest are starting to take their toll on integrity within the party party. The people of the party can only watch as their national unity is split into competing camps. The liberal wing of party party wants to extend the existing curfew amendments of general party laws to allow homecoming after 6am, whereas the conservatives insist on keeping the curfew at 4am and the daily GT maximum to 5 if not paid by another party member.
The people support the conservative wing, eventually leading the party to a dead end that results in a government crisis and new parliamentary erections, pardon, elections within the year. One night, Yuruk and Guruk meet each other in a pub. Brothers, former party allies and later adversaries. How did the party party end up here? What went wrong after such a successful beginning? Yuruk. Why no more party party, brother? Guruk. It is the fault of the people. Yuruk. Why people no like men? Guruk. Dear brother, they are not like us. Yuruk. People is no like men. Guruk. Yes, just like I said. Yuruk. Me no understand. Guruk. Me neither. Apparently disappointed, a certain group of men takes the initiative for the founding of the country's first men's club into which, apparently so, people cannot join. Some people do consider this a discriminatory approach, but men are men, after all. What harm could such a simple species cause without the aid from a higher helper? Rather mind-boggling ideas. Fear not, men, the true meaning of life is beer. In the meantime, we may also need to do sports, have sex, eat and sleep, especially have sex, eat and sleep. This order is fully random. I wish that none of you, my fellow men, would get too fixated. Stay nimble. Partying is always fun, no doubt. You know, going clubbing and the like. Someone might go clubbing and eventually find a suitable mate, even if for just the night. The practice still is much like back in the times of our far ancestor, let's say good old granduncle Yurik. In Yurik's time it was a bit different though. When Yurik went clubbing, he was actually wielded with a bludgeon. If the people found Yurik's charm adequate enough, Yurik maybe didn't even go clubbing before finding a suitable mate. I don't have enough information for more selective clubbers, but I am sure they were already specific bear caves for approximately every eight of Yurk's numerous brothers. <clears throat> How many of them remained in the crack of the rock there is not much engravings of, but it is possible they used to get stoned, or possibly eating new fungi. End of part one.